Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Binge Town, how are we feeling today? It's your boy Dave, and I am joined by the OG anime squad of Alki and Kyle. Today, we are continuing our coverage of Korea's hit webtoon anime adaptation, Solo Leveling, with episodes two and three today, titled If I Had One More Chance and It's Like a Game. Really not much to say at the start of uh, this this recording, besides I freaking love this anime. These two episodes just give us the full backstory, pretty much, of our MC, Sungjin Woo. And I think everything going forward, the hype levels are going to be insane. So just, I guess, quick thoughts on these two episodes, Kyle and Alki, whoever wants to start first. I think that they were paced probably about the way I expected. I think they gave people two cliffhangers, very big cliffhangers, but kind of almost in different ways. Episode two cliffhanger was huge. Mm -hmm. I was watching a lot of reactions and people were like, um... (laughs) <laughs> like leading up to it, it's like obviously he's not gonna die so like what the world's gonna happen and then the the game screen comes up and then this one people want now to see him fight so badly and they give us like the smallest little tease yep. of it. so i think they're doing a good job in terms of like the pacing of things obviously i think we're anxious to like really get into oh yeah so, but i think that like you're saying i think episode four five six like it's just gonna it's a ball rolling down a hill and you can't stop it at this point <laughs> Um, I also agree that the pacing seems pretty good. I have no real gripes with that. I loved the grin of the big statue in the second episode. I was really looking forward to that from the first episode. Um, and this the third episode of the series was, you know, an entertaining way to unravel his uh new powers. Um, it was cool. It's it's seems like it's something that only he knows about so far and i'm excited to see you know how how he develops this newfound ability yeah and i like that you guys are bringing up the pacing because i remember being very hype about back in the day the webtoon at anime adaptation of god of high school that was one that we were all personally really looking forward to it came out and it wasn't anything like the webtoon or manga adaptation it was just so fast paced but yeah this one is sticking with it it's very one-to-one almost maybe a couple things extra that we haven't gotten in the manga but i'm not going to complain i think more content is the better i have one complaint it's going to be 12 episodes oh yeah i forgot to that's mention that. stupid yeah i forgot to mention that at the start too that is only going to be 12 episodes so i honestly don't even know where this is going to end um i imagine He'll be pretty powered up at that point in time, but it's just, yeah, it's such a shame to see 
12 episodes rather than your 24, 25 kind of numbers. I think it's, I think was got a high school 12 or 24, 12. Okay. Well, they're probably just testing the waters because it's not your typical adaptation, I guess, since it's from a webtoon. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be that much of a difference. Like solo loving's popular enough. It's obviously been pretty hype. I guess they're trying to feel out how many like new watchers will actually watch it. I don't know. What can I say? Ed? Yeah. 12 episodes, probably, not enough. They probably identified a part in the story that felt like a good season one ending, not wanting to maybe put like commit to 24 episodes from like the animators side of things. I mean, obviously we covered JJK. We had a whole discussion about kind of workload and what that does. So, I mean, yeah, maybe it might end up just being a very smart business decision that we on the other end, just kind of have to I'm worried. Quote, unquote, deal with because I mean, 12 episodes are still going to be good, but it makes sense why they're bringing uh Che into it if it's only going to be 12 episodes, I guess. And well, it's also they're adapting the light novel, so like she is yeah. introduced this early in the light novel, apparently. Not that I know, but mm-hmm. so I read online for all of you listeners and watchers out there. I did not read the light. Novel, oh yeah, like you I said promised. you were gonna read the whole thing <laughs> because, dude. Honestly, it's it's like the webtoon sways better, so I don't even. I'll I'll give it another shot. How about that? And just for the people out there listening, just gonna recap that we us three have all read the manhwa, but we're gonna keep the discussions spoiler free. If we feel like it at the end of this episode, like we did in episode one, we might have a spoiler filled discussion with for like five minutes. If you want to hang around, if you've read with us and um, want to listen to those thoughts, we may have one at the end. We'll see how this conversation goes. But let's just open this up. We're going to open up still completely in the shit. Um, we're just going to recap the commands of the commandments of the Kartanon Temple. Um, it's revere God, praise God and uh, pr- prove your worth to God. Um Early on, Mr. Song says that he's been in a lot of B-ranked dungeons, fought a lot of B-ranked bosses. This one is easily S-tier, pretty much. So we kind of get the... Yeah, I love how he questions, like, this is A-rank. Oh, no, maybe S-rank. It's like, it's obviously S-rank. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the power no that gets displayed here after the first commandment we get covered definitely should show immediately with the S-rank. But just also real quickly, we want to bring up that we get a little bit more backstory into the world itself. It was 10 years ago. I think we, we were having a small discussion in this mm-hmm. on this in the last episode. It gets immediately answered here. It's 10 years ago when Gates appeared. Uh, that connected their wor- uh, the, the world that they're in to an altered dimension, which gave rise to a number of like supernatural phenomena happening, aka hunters appearing, um, the eternal rest, which we'll get into a little bit too. But we also, again, get a confirmation of a discussion that we were talking about in the last episode of... Once a hunter is assigned their power, it can never be changed. So just hammering that home here. But then we get the first commandment. So Sung recognizes that the first commandment is revere. Uh, sorry, I already forget it. It was revere God. And he kind of deduces that they all need to pray in order for them to escape. One idiot tries to kind of run away. And- I love that you say that because my comment is that that would totally be you. like you would be like i'm not supposed to die here like my speed i trust it and then just get sapped out of existence like that damn kyle bro (laughs) yeah no faith in me i mean i have faith in your your self-confidence you believe in yourself but it's just crazy to see the power level of this because this guy truly believed that he was one of the fastest human beings and had full faith in his speed and he just gets disintegrated in a matter of seconds which 
pretty much lends the discussion that this is just immediately an S tier. If a B rank dungeon guy or whatever this guy's rank was was just evaporated, then they're just in the shit. Yeah, he honestly, like looking forward, he probably had it the easiest. Yeah, honestly, that was probably the best way. Right, I wouldn't want to get split in half like that one dude and the other dude stomped on. Yeah, nah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This is definitely the the quickest way of death here. Instantaneous. Yeah. So I mean, he got a speedy death for his lackluster speed. But after completing part one of the commandment, which is to bow your head, um, we get the ghastly smile. That's the iconic smile from the Manwa that Alki, I think, wanted the episode one to end on that smile, which after rewatching episode two, I totally agree with you. I feel like that would have been, been a, sick. Yeah, it would have been a great spot to just end the episode. Uh, whatever. It ended fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it even it ended in an, another iconic way. So not yeah. not to complain too much. Yeah. Uh, they get the second commandment in, which is. uh praising god this one random dude decides to start <laughs> uttering some prayers toward yeah. this god and you know whoopsie daisy it's not the right god this yeah this- his song is just like oh no oh no oh <laughs> no <laughs> i will um admit that would have been me yeah <laughs> trying to get okay when you need some praying like that i would have been like praying in greek and shit yeah, this guy gets <laughs> crushed uh, just absolutely crushed no hope for him and yeah, this them bowing triggers the the giant statue to get up from the chair that he was sitting in constantly, walk around, start crushing them one by one. Who else but Sung Jin Woo kind of determines that they need to head to the statues with instruments that are laid out around the room rather than the ones with weapons. We obviously see one guy appear in front of the weapons knights statues and split in half. Of course, he's a father. Was this one revere or worship? This one was I think this praise. One. They're still on praise God, and th- them praising God is them going to the instruments and singing a. a this song. is the second commandment, though. Yeah, they're on the second mm-hmm. commandment. Correct. So the first one was revere, which is bow. Revere which triggers the second, or sorry, revere God, which triggers the first stage, and then you got to go to the the instruments yeah. here. It was funny watching people react to this episode and in this commandment them being like i'm getting such attack on titan flashbacks yeah like the one girl just is stuck there and it just like you know she's so scared she can't move and she gets like squelched and they like show us the beginning of her like they, we get the side angle and right we're, like, starting to get squelched and i was like damn okay they're really going all out and then it just flashes to just you know yeah park whatever the guy who just became was about to become or have his second child rather gets cut in half. The other guy gets his arm cut off and then cut in half. And it's just, they're all just screaming and running. And every, I've watched so many reactions and almost all of them were like, this is literally straight attack on Titan vibes. They could have easily censored all of the, the gruesomeness of everything too, but I'm glad that they chose not to and just keep that in because it adds that extra layer of fear. And just knowing that it gives you that real visual of, Oh shit, things are going so wrong for everybody. So I just love that they decided to keep that in and they didn't feel feel the need to just hide that kind of stuff from us. So, yeah, no, for sure. And this, I mean, this commandment too gives us like Sung is a hero. Yeah. You so, know, Sung saying he's figuring it out, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, Sung takes Juhi uh, to one of the instruments. However, it doesn't activate since they're both there. It's only one per person. And then this is where things start to go wrong for Sung. And he, like Kyle is saying, kind of takes on that hero role. At the cost of reaching another statue, he's lost his own leg. It gets completely crushed or sliced off by something in that room. And they our boy is down bad. Too. 
they did it in a good way where it's like kind of like you can tell maybe something's wrong maybe something's wrong but like again watching people react everyone was like well he's the main character so like there's a certain level of plot armor here so it's whatever and then his leg is gone and they were like oh shit okay <laughs> like is our main character now just gonna be like just a one leg guy yep. yeah it was like okay wow where is this going i think uh Jew, he, I thought it was kind of funny though. Jew, he like runs up to him and is like in his face and then realizes he's lost his leg. Where instead of her just noticing it while running up, she, I just the blood everywhere. Funny. He like, yeah. drug himself, just this whole like snail trail line. She has to get leg. like real close for her to be able to realize, <laughs> oh my God, he's lost a leg. That's hard I, to judge, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if there are healers who are capable of restoring like amputated. I think they've said legs or arms. I think there probably are. I'm guessing if you're like S tier, you might yeah, be able to. I mean, and B, which is not nothing to scoff at. Spoiler alert like for anybody who has not is only tuning in for the episode two for any reason. Obviously, we see his legs get regenerated. It's just like mm-hmm. that was because of. I think it's easy to assume it's because of his like newfound ability. That's right. I wonder. I would like it would be just that'd be glitch is all I as feel- like a watcher. I mean, this might enter spoiler territory, so keep fast forwarding if you're wanting to skip this part. But I think um, the healer in the beginning in that ant raid on uh, on Jeju Island, oh, the S rank. I think you're right. Fairly certain that in the manhwa, it, it gets mentioned or it's like a flashback that we see him. I think actually restore someone's like arm or leg, but well, it takes a lot of like his mana. I'm pretty sure. I'm, and weren't the people that he restored like they were like. Well, the they, one were team ab- was one they were impaled. Yeah, definitely. They were like impaled. I'm trying to remember too. I feel like it might have been more along the lines like he couldn't just like grow you a new one. He could like reattach it to you. You might be right. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Type of deal. Like his yeah. own, Like the arm still has to be salvaged. Yeah, like his leg. Order. Just he being sung. His legs on the ground. I feel like could pick it up and just carry it around with him and just like <laughs> just like attach this back, at some yeah. point <laughs> and then heal that part of it yeah i feel like being an asteroid healer would be sick just in the sense that you probably make so much money you're probably in such yeah that will it would oh be probably uh, outside of being like a juggernaut i mean even arguably better than in yeah. real world in real world application like being an s rank healer is probably fucking sick you could cure disease you just have yeah. so much of the world at your fingertips like yeah, people will just so do cool. anything for you <laughs> anything for you um but our group uh catches the catches a break a little bit here they have to do complete the third part of the commandments the third part is to prove their faith and a sacrificial altar appears they just <laughs> immediately kind of assume what they need to do and one of the guys forces mr song to volunteer for the altar mr song i mean obviously he doesn't really say no because he kind of understands what he's done for the group and how he's got them here i mean obviously we've all said on the last episode like it's not one person's fault it's whoever voted yes is at fault here so i mean mr song's just a good guy yeah i mean sure he was being a little greedy but like how could any of them known what they were going to get into opening this door you know there's just no way um but anyway, he does go to the altar, but nothing really happens. Instead, two sets of flames appear. Um, one is a timer, and then one is a counter. Song Jin Wu determines, as usual, that yeah, legend. everyone needs to get into the circle of the altar for it to trigger. Once everyone enters the circle, the exit opens up, and the statues start to close in on the group. 
and I just keep saying this over and over again, our main character just determines the, the plan here. He sees that the statues will freeze if you look at them. But one person decides to make a run for the exit and there's no consequences for that person leaving. So that puts the rest of the group at a little bit of a conundrum. But they eventually do start to leave one by one. And each time someone leaves, the door closes a little bit more. Sung is convinced that they need to hang out and survive the timer. Hang out. Yeah, let's chill, guys. He's just convinced. Kidding. But they're not going to listen. They see everyone running away. And they're we just get down to our three. But I mean, you, you, don't, you can't blame anyone for running. I mean, once that no, first no. person leaves and you see that there's no issues at all. Why would, would you? you what's run? the? I mean, yes, if I didn't know the outcome of staying. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I'm sorry, Song. I'd have to leave. I just feel like that's tough. I love yeah. all the like one of the first the first two people to leave are the people that are carrying him. Yeah, they're just like, sit your ass down. <laughs> the guy apologizes and then just like kind of dumps him on the ground. <laughs> it's like adios. I just again, I just I can't blame it's anybody tough. here. I mean Especially that last guy who leaves and he's like literally crying. He's like, I'm, I feel so bad, but I have a family. Like I literally need to get out of here. Yeah. Which is fair. And then they're, they're screwed once I think the second person leaves. I think then once the second person leaves, there's more statues than there are eyes for the statues to keep them in place. And now they're each kind of looking one more than one at a time down at, and it's just not yeah. and then doing Juhi's anything. He's not really cooperating that much either. So that's obviously speeding up the time a little bit where they're coming in closer and closer. And I love how, I mean, Mr. Song obviously doesn't realize it at the time, but he's like, take saying this to Juhi, like take uh song, get out of here. You know, I got you guys in here. I'll take responsibility or whatever. And then her legs don't work. So then it's like, okay, well, it just pretty much condemns Sung to death right there because he only has one leg. Of course, they make it so that she just can't even use her legs. She's the one capable capable person left of walking. And of course, she, they just have to throw that little wrench in there that she Been can't use her legs. if they left her there. <laughs> and then it's Mr. Song Mr. Song's story. <laughs> just picked him up and was like, all right, later. They should have a what if for this for this uh, anime. Just what happens Imagine if... Her, and then her getting the fucking power. Yeah, Juhi stays behind in this situation. Oh my God. Combo with the heal power she already had. That would actually be insane. But yeah, Sung is forced to stay behind since he has no right leg. Mr. Sung knocks out Juhi in order to carry her out. And our main character is met with a gruesome barrage of attacks, which I think one takes his arm. He's definitely ripped. His, in, his insides are definitely ripped to shreds. Uh, we're left to believe that his life is taken. And yeah, that's the story of solo leveling. It just comes to an end here. There's nothing left. <laughs> but no, guys. We get I the notification screen reactors that were just watching this happen and being like people that had said, obviously, you know, main character has got plot armor and just being like, what the yeah. what plot armor are you armor? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like what could possibly happen that would make all of this kind of almost like a moot point. But I, I just can't wait for those people to see what what's to come. I it's just we're, we're just scratching at the surface here. I um was really proud of Sung Jung Woo in these uh, moments, you know, because he obviously is basically a nobody, and um he pulled through for the group and was even willing to sacrifice himself despite his situation. And yeah. the the passion too, I feel like you could tell 
that there is this like kind of burning, I don't want to say burning desire inside of him, but before I feel like they've only shown him, he's just kind of like, like, oh, shucks, like rubbing his head kind of guy, like, sorry for being. Yeah, he's got soul. And then now, you know, he's getting to when he's getting fucking hacked apart when he's like, you know, all these fucking selfish people, like they always win. Like I have a family too. He's getting all pissed and stuff. Right. Voice actor was going nuts. That was fucking. It was crazy. This was a great end of the episode. Goat. Yeah, he he fucking gets destroyed here. And I always thought the um, the touch in the manhwa when it's him literally just getting thrown onto the altar was was just always so like condemning yeah and impactful and i like how they recreated here it's like him just literally skewered just getting yeeted onto that altar so much blood flowed over the edge it's just like yeah but the notification screen pops up and with it a series of text box that say the secret quest courage of the weak you have acquired the qualifications to be a player your heart will stop in two one hundredths of a second if you choose not to accept will you accept gotta be a fat yes all day i mean i'm taking i'm taking all of that damage if it gets me this powers these powers to come yeah i can't even imagine hesitating <laughs> that shit, uh, he's literally bleeding everywhere he has two limbs left take all of my limbs gut me if you need to i'll whatever it needs <laughs> you think, to happen you think yeah. going into it like you would accept the knowledge that that's going to happen for oh them? absolutely 100 percent of this it would be the worst thing ever but absolutely i guess but holy shit i just don't know if i could do that <laughs> yeah but what if the stipulations like you need to survive that i mean it oh, pretty I much guess, was yeah. he literally needed to you're wait right the yeah blue flame timer went out yeah right so. well you're exactly that's yeah, hard you're right yeah i don't know if i have that kind of willpower Spongin. just convinced like all right what what convinced what you could have just convinced people to stay a little longer too you would have been all right so if i wonder what happened yeah, I, I also two wonder. people stayed I was exactly. going to say that. I, that's another thing that I, because he's, if he had actually gotten through to everyone and all six of them stayed, what happens? Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know this is like for the story. I feel like there's, once the first person left and they saw the door like close, like they sh- probably could have figured like, let's just stay. So far, everything else has worked. Mm-hmm. Like we have enough eyes to keep eyes on the statues, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's, it's also, I mean, it's the, the it's whole a commitment cartoon. is like prove that <laughs> prove that you believe in God and right. That was the thing. Test your faith, right? That's yeah, what the whole thing was. Yeah, they didn't believe. They didn't test their faith, dude. They're gonna go to hell. Yeah. yeah. But what a what an ending to episode two. Yeah, for those first time watchers, I just <laughs> just give me more. And as, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, as well, someone who's read it, give me more. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why we're doing them two at a time. We can just roll right into fucking. Get yeah. to talk about the next part of it because this was great about JJK, definitely. Um, yeah. episode three opens with Sung Jin Woo awaking in the hospital, uh, with all of his limbs intact. Um, immediately, if for some weird reason, as soon as he wakes up, but coincidentally, he's greeted by Wu Jin Chul, who's the, the manager of the Hunters Association's surveillance team. Audience, you'll want to definitely write that name down. I'm probably just calling Wu. Meet the Woo, baby. Yeah, meet the Woo. <laughs> dude, that should have been the name of this episode. Dude. Oh, shit. Meet the Woo. <laughs> yep. He's going to be yeah, one baby, of our... Welcome to the party. <laughs> he's going to help. Huh? He's going to be our boy going forward for sure. And he's also with a man named Kang Taishik. Who looks like Meg- Megami, but whatever. <laughs> they had the pointed hair. If it was just like black hair rather than purple. <laughs> yeah. They well, tell... we do, And this is like a great information 
where I, I could also see people being, I don't want to say upset that we know this and that this is the thing, but like the whole double awakening thing. Yeah. I, I feel like, like they literally fine just touch. told us that yeah. it can't happen. And then the next episode, it's like, okay, we lied kind of like it can't happen type of deal. But I didn't yeah. give a fuck. I could just see people. You're right. I was confused by that as well. Um, I forgot that it was even a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who cares? I was watching the uh, the legend AO Laxone and <laughs> yeah. he was like, he, they were talking about it and he goes, this is, they're teasing us. Like, there's no way that this is actually happening. Like, it's, they're talking way too much about it. And then he gets the reading that's 10. And they also, we talked about it, I think last episode, wondering about like how you get ranked and things like that. And I had forgotten almost that mana was like a concept. Mm-hmm in the world so that that was good too that they told us that that you had to have like a a mana ranking and mana is like a a force a, a concept a, a substance mm-hmm. i think it's so interesting that you you pronounce it mana i've always said it in my like I, mind's eye is mana i always forget because whenever i hear someone say it i just kind of latch myself onto them. that yeah, <laughs> yeah i i don't i always say mana, mana. <laughs> i might say mana mana is like saying like manga <laughs> or manga Good. yeah yeah um that's actually funny but yeah they come in just tell song that he's been asleep for three days there were only six survivors uh of two of the survivors mr song he's going to retire he's pretty much useless with one arm and ju he is traumatized to the point where she is also probably just going to retire just never see a dungeon again in her life which who can blame her i mean she yeah, watched fair. about i forget what the number was maybe 12 people just get absolutely slaughtered so and again, like she real world, it's that like she's like she's retiring from being a hunter, but she's not retiring from having healing powers. Mm-hmm. So she like, can, she can just have a, a life. Yeah, exactly. Be a great doctor. That's for sure. Oh. No credentials. Just come yeah, here. Yeah. I can't <laughs> diagnose you, but I can heal you. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you, but I can get it popping. But yeah, uh, they continue to talk about the situation and the scenario that just occurred. Um, the situations are these situations where an entire raid gets wiped are generally very, very rare. It doesn't happen all that often. So when it does ha- happen, these bigger guilds kind of have to investigate the situation. And so in this instance, there's the white tiger guild that arrived and found song just laying on the ground limbs intact too. Um, and there was no signs of this door and dungeon that everyone was so uh, afraid of and t- what everyone was talking about, which very interesting that it just kind of disappeared into the thin air like that. And well, they all do, right? Well, everyone runs away, but like the door, I think what happens is just like the room and the door just evaporate and Song is just laying on this ground that used to be the room, but it's not anymore. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I, the, but, the, but also the original he... dungeon is still there. Correct. Yeah. The, Are you sure? It doesn't get cleared when it's when it's cleared. Doesn't it disappear? Yeah, but they go into it. They say though, like song. I guess it doesn't close until everyone's out of it. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Or maybe it does. Maybe if they get clear the dungeon, it doesn't close right away. Maybe it still just waits the seven days and then closes. But so you're way. saying Wu was like we weren't able to explore the second dungeon? Yeah, they didn't. They had Wu oh, had no idea that thing I even guess existed. I just, knew. I also I understood that way, but I I also understood. I was also understanding that like the dungeon in general was gone by that. Oh point. no no no! I think they found him in the dungeon. Yeah, the, the first original. part of the dungeon. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it was still there. 
But this is where they talk about the second awakening, which Sung kind of cheekily is like, oh, newfound power, maybe goes up to the machine. He gets a score of 10, which I wish they incorporated this more. I don't, I'm just going to say it for all the first time listeners. They're never going to ever talk about this power machine ever again. It would be nice to be able to go around to each person and just kind of know what their power level is. It's and like Sung's Dragon Ball Z, though. I, yeah, they just they do it here, and then it's never brought up again. So Sung is a ten, and we and they say here most E ranks are above seventy. So that even doubling this down on how rough. fucking weak he is, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's weak ass. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think it'd be cool though, just to know the power level of him by the end. It would be so so badass. It's fair, but it, it again, it's it, it becomes so irrelevant almost because yeah, you're right. I just mean, like Dragon <laughs> Z, like no one, everyone stops giving. Yeah, up. when nine thousand used to be considered like very high, and <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Seven Deadly Sins. There was like oh, power yeah. scales, they and still kept up with it. Though. They did, but I thought it was stupid. Yeah, I'll I mean, be honest. I, I thought it was stupid. always like it, but I think powers. You're right. Power scales are generally pretty stupid for shows. I think in general, it's like stupid, like it's hard to, big yeah, ass to keep consistent over time. It's just kind of like I, I think of Escanor and his fight. Yeah, it was like yeah. uh, that was Meliodas crazy. is thinking about the number and it's like it's only going up and everyone's worried. But it's the enemy, but it's actually right. Yeah. Our boy. Like, I think it, it's enough to like sense power. I don't think you really need to. And auras. I don't really think there needs to be a numerical value to powers you know unless it's over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair that is fair yeah um but yeah song is still seeing the notification screen um and a, and apparently others cannot see it as his sister also comes in and cannot see the screen and she quickly visits him but he opens the notification box for the first time for just more notification boxes to appear. The system is des- uh they're reading the system is designed to assist in the development of the player. Failure to comply with the system may result in a penalty, and the rewards have been delivered. So about a lot of screens going on here, and he gets another one immediately after that says a new daily quest. Then the words strength training appear on the screen, and he needs to complete a list of exercises, and failure to do so will result in a punishment. And, and he fails. Did you, did you guys uh, recognize those exercises? Were they exactly yes. one punch man's? Yes. So the funniest <laughs> comment, the funniest comment was like, damn, it's like all he was, thank God he got to keep his hair or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arguably his hair funny. gets even cooler from, yeah, That's from the, this strength training. But I guess this is the new thing. I guess someone's got to go out there and really put this, this workout routine to the test. And there's, there's people that did it on YouTube. I've seen some videos. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's a good, that's hard. Dude, the hardest push-ups is a lot. 100 push-ups is a lot. I think that's probably for me, I think it'll be the easiest. 100 the squats would be the fucking worst. The run would be the hardest. <laughs> the 10 kilometers, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's like 7 miles. Yeah, I was going to say help us Americans out here. What is that? Dude, seven that's miles. way too much per I every mean, like, day. Like <laughs> I guess if you split it up, but then you'd have to like split everything else up. Like it's a lot. He's probably working out. What do you think like 4 hours minimum 6. a day? 6.2 6.2 miles. That's yeah. way too much for me to just start with. My shins would be busted after shins. He's, forget that. He's, Your lungs he's spending 4 hours collapse. a day at least working out. Which wakes up he's and he's hustling. Again, you know, I mean, he's in the hospital, so he's, again, he's still has really so nothing else to do. It. So worth it, though. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Sung ops 
not to participate in this. He yeah, he just rolls over. He's like, ah, oh, someone's <laughs> playing a joke on me. Yeah, like this is a fucking joke. But yeah, he's tra- the timer goes up and he's transported to a desert wasteland where he needs to survive four hours against gigantic desert centipedes. Um, Which is way, he definitely ran way longer than 10 kilometers. Oh my God. In that punishment alone. Oh yeah. Easily. Running for four hours straight. <laughs> I mean, he easily probably went like 15 to 20 miles. Yeah. No, thank you. I would and die. I'm the, I'm like, it's still so surprising that he survives as an E rank against those fucking centipedes, but ah, plot armor kind of starts to kick in a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But Jew, Jew, he visits. Not that it's important because they don't. I don't think they interact, right? I think she just visits and is kind of just watching him do his exercise. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, why didn't she just go down there and like say hi? Yeah, uh, who knows? Who cares? Traumatized. She's shy. Yeah. Um. But he does come to realize that beating the daily rewards, or beating the daily quest, will generate him three rewards. One is full recovery. Two is three ability points. And three is a random loot box. All those numbers were fucking with my head a little bit. <laughs> and three is a random loot box. And this is where things are just so fucking fun for us as viewers yeah. and just imagining things because Sung Jin Woo is looking at three screens essentially. One is his ability screen, which he can generate or distribute his ability points for either strength, agility, perception, vitality, and intelligence. He has a skill and inventory screen as well on the side. So we know he's going to be getting skills at some point. He might have his inventory filled with maybe a weapon that he carries. But other than that, this is where it's like a game, man. This oh is the God. most fun part about I literally remember the story. reading this for the first time and being like, fuck, this is so cool. Like, I yeah. can't <laughs> wait to just, like, watch the numbers and the and the yep. skills get developed and, like, unlocking new skills and, like, building the inventory, like, all that shit. It's just like, this so is cool. the best part of the whole story, without a doubt, is this system. It's this, the system. It's the system. And then I don't pure know. strength build, pure strength build out yeah, of Dave Tall to build. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you guys is where would you guys go? I think definitely fuck vitality. Who gives a shit about health? I think that has to do with like health, something like that, maybe. Yeah. But I'll, I'll I wouldn't spend any points there. I honestly would distribute it pretty evenly, I think. I feel like I would only focus strength. I would do intelligence right? and strength, probably. I would have to at least dabble with intelligence just to know what that felt like. Because he says when he puts the strength in, he's like, I can feel myself mm-hmm. stronger i wonder what it would feel like to like up your intelligence rank and the intelligence i think though is like well i guess yes it will also make him smart but like i feel like it's more related to like how much mana he's capable of holding fantastic point so yeah but i definitely have more to it yeah intelligence I mean, it definitely helps him with intelligence like intuition senses like, like all that know? would be helpful from top foreheads what the other ones are Stamina, vitality. No, it's isn't just like dexterity ones. It's just five. There's only the five that. Where's the deck? The only five that I saw were strength, agility, perception, vitality, intelligence. So perception, I really wouldn't give a fuck about. I probably to be would have been. I probably would have definitely dabbled in some agility. I would do agility and strength. Probably just those two, just jam them up so high. Oh, that's what it was. I would definitely do agility, strength, and intelligence. Those three, and I feel like I'd be like the best. You would literally just be what we're <laughs> where you'd be heading down the same path as a certain someone. <laughs> we won't give that away. Um, I feel like to be honest, yeah, I would maybe do. That's what like Sung's whole agility, thing. Is, like, I feel like three. agility and vitality would be the ones because I feel like I would totally be scared at the start. Ooh, I need a bigger health yeah. bar because all I know <laughs> is getting my ass kicked. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Dude, my three stats would whoop your three stats. 
Nah, I could last longer. <laughs> and I could dodge. You'd can be, you last longer? Yep. Yeah. You'd be <laughs> lumbering around. Um, going on. So he opens the the random box, and that gives him a key, which will open up a instant dungeon somewhere uh, in Japan. Sung then, once he has the strength, is able to visit his own mother in the hospital, and we get a little bit more of the backstory of her reasons for being in the hospital. One day, she just randomly fell into an internal sleep known as Final Rest, which is a disease that came into existence with the appearance of Gates. Uh, it's just when your body is continually exposed to mana. Uh, I guess it just kind of gives out on you, and you're put into this internal internal sleep, and she is a victim of one of them. And it's I think they said one in several 10,000 or some something like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. very small number, uh, but she is afflicted with it. Yeah, uh, I, not a ton to say here, but obviously this is fairly, we'll say tropey maybe. Yeah. But I like where that storyline ends up going and it just adds that dimension of of inspiration, the reason why mm-hmm. he's going to you know, get up and, and do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, run 10 kilometers beyond just wanting to not get dumped into a desert with a bunch of poison centipedes. Yeah. So I, I like that they're just building that part out of him. Yeah, and I just like the aspect of how it's, you know, the gates appeared 10 year, years ago and it's there's not just good effects in, oh, hunters are born and you can harvest all these resources inside of the gates. You know, there's also these severe negative consequences with them. And so I think it just helps build the world a little bit. Yeah, it's a little tropey that, you know, main character's mom uh, is sick, you know, slash dead kind of and leads to that trope. But I think it's fine. Like you said, it's totally, totally good story going forward. Um, But yeah, now this is the time he says goodbye to his mom, not knowing uh where this dungeon is going to take him but he does enter this instant dungeon which he determines is a separate dimension from his own because the chick walked through the door pretty much yeah it still takes place in the world but it's not the same as the dungeons we've seen so far right like it's not like a whole new layout it seemed to actually take place in the subway except it was and you don't have parallel and you don't have a way of determining the dungeon strength either Usually mm-hmm. when a gate appears, you can That's determine its strength, but he has to go in blind, which is one of the main issues uh, for him. But as he enters, he's quickly met with three goblins, and to his own surprise, he does take them down quickly, but not so easily, I would say. He's still kind of feeling a little weak, which I don't, I guess, blame him. He's still getting used to the the new strength that he's finding, but he took a, he took that knife damage from the goblin. I'm like, come on, bro. What is all this training for, you know? He's, I mean, yeah, it's one thing to have the stats. It's another thing, I think, to to be in the heat of battle. So he's just, yeah, that's actually a great, way to, no, that's a great way to put it. No, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, he fucks up those goblins. He definitely does. He likes it too. He likes it. Yeah. He loves feeling powerful. Yeah, I wouldn't totally blame him does. either. But shortly after, a steel fanged lichen appears. Did the like, goblins. Do you know if they did it show like the name over the goblins? Yep. What color was the name? It wasn't red. Okay. Was it just like grayed out or yellow? Okay. okay. Red is legit. Yeah. They'll talk about that in the next episode. So it's not really, I think, a spoiler to bring it up here or they'll get to it yeah. eventually. It's not a, not a terrible, terrible. I issue. think anybody who's watching the show noticed that it was red versus the goblins. Like, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel like early on when he like is transported to the desert. 
I feel like you're maybe not paying attention too much. It does appear in red. Those the centipedes maybe in like a dark, deep red. I don't think you really are to note that, but I think because you see the goblins in yellow, I think that should give some inclination. Definitely, to what that implies. And I, I think a lot of people play like a lot of our listeners play World of Warcraft. It's the same fucking thing in World of Warcraft, where if you know if it's three, le- if it's within three levels, it's yellow. If it's within five or more, it's red. So it's the same kind of premise there. But before we wrap this up, the last quick scene that we get in the kind of in the middle of this episode is just we're at the hunter's guild which is Troy's guild the pink haired man um he asks Hache in if she would be the next b raid instructor to train the new recruits of the hunter's guild um again this is a new scene for us not don't really have many too many comments on it um the only thing that we get here really is Troy talking about the hunter's guild saying that it's a top five guild in the country but internationally, it's a nobody. Um, What's so, a good way to introduce like that idea? Yeah, just something for people to like, you know, yeah, just pencil intriguing. in the back of their head is that like internationally, this these gates are a problem. Like it's not just in this country alone; it's an international thing. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, are we gonna meet the other four guilds? What about these top rank international guilds that make this guild that has clearly has an S rank? hunter that has another this guy who's the leader two ranks to two s rank yeah the guy i mean we saw him a little bit in action in episode one so i think they're doing a good job of of expanding the world but not like going at it like too fast so that you can't really grasp all of it i feel like you're coming away from three these three episodes and you like understand a lot of main concepts in the world it's not like too much and it's all interesting so <laughs> i think it's an important distinction that we should make to those watching and listening uh, there's just there's a hunters guild and there's a hunters association. Yeah, the hunters guild is the guild yeah, the where guild. hunters. Yeah, I think yeah, it's weird. Very imaginative when they look that up. <laughs> the but, hunters association would look over the hunters guild for those listening. Yeah. The hunters association is just the one that overlooks all the guilds. And I think, um, yeah, but well, I think we've we only been introduced to the white tiger too, which uh, the leader of that guild we saw at the very beginning of episode one on the ant raid he's the one yeah he's we got some beasts coming up man and yeah. i think yeah good stuff the next time you hear from us we're going to be two episodes two more episodes in and i think just fire from there i don't think we can expect anything to slow down anytime soon i just yeah i said at the top it's going we're past the point of no return already like we're three episodes in and there's no stopping it. Like we're going downhill and we're going to go, I mean, uphill, I guess, but in terms of speed downhill fast and recklessly and awesomely and gruesomely and <laughs> badassly and every fucking positive entertaining adjective I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, do we stuff. feel the need to have, I guess there's a, maybe a couple things I'll bring up. So right now we're going to head into our spoiler filled portion of this discussion so we'll give a couple seconds for everyone to leave the room a little bit here and and if you're watching on youtube and you see us like looking down on our phones it's because joel Embiid has yes thank you for fucking (laughs) i wanted to apologize to you guys after he put up 65 bro he had 50 it's still happening three quarters it's literally still happening 66 now (laughs) it's literally currently first quarter 34 in the second half Uh, he's gonna drop 70 tonight Let's go Sixers, baby. All right, so let's wrap up this spoiler talk quick so we can watch him drop 70. Yeah, the only thing I really want to talk about, I guess, is the system. And I just 
because we were talking about like where we would distribute our points and things like that. And Alki was saying, oh, like I would distribute them strength, agility, and intelligence, which legitimately I think is what Sung Jin Woo prioritizes those three. And that's what gets him the necromancer class. I just, I think this kind of goes into what we were talking about at the beginning where we were kind of talking about spoilers, where I just think in terms of when people leaving, like I think the monarch, the shadow monarch just knew that people were going to leave. Like, I think he just knew that no one would prove their faith. They were weak enough where you presented them with that option. They were going to take it. Yes. And I think that's what separates. Like, I'm sure like if two of them stayed, maybe something would have happened, but I don't think both of them are getting battle royale to the death. Maybe, but I don't think both of them are, you know, getting the powers essentially is what I'm saying. Like, I think no, definitely not. I think just because the monarch knew how this was going to play out, like he scouted Sung Jin Woo knew that he was going to be the only one to just stick it out. I think that was, I don't think there, I don't think there should have ever been a discussion, I guess is what I'm saying about, Oh, what if two people stayed behind? Like, I just don't think that was ever an option. No, definitely not. Yeah. No, wasn't going to happen. Uh, definitely not. But you have to wonder, I guess like anything's possible. And if you, I don't know. Cause My, at the end the way it all ends with, like, are we allowed? Am I allowed to go this deep? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Like the way it all ends with him like redoing it fifty thousand times. Like there is a possibility, I suppose. Like there, what if one of those times two of them stayed? You know what I'm saying? That might have fucked up a lot of the plans. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm that saying. Set him back, but yeah. I think in the next episode, are we gonna get the the uh, the snake at the end of it, the basilisk? Do you think, or do you think it's just gonna be him fighting the wolves? So what, what happens in this dungeon? Like he fights the wolves, gets the title of the Wolf Slayer, which he can equip, which gives him plus twenty attack against like these. Sick. Yeah, it's so cool. And then um once he fights the those things, he kind of keeps going down the dungeon because it hasn't disappeared yet. Feels a presence down there, and he's like, ah shit, that thing's strong, but we gotta test out our strength and it's the, the basilisk and he he'll gets- reap the rewards. Yeah, what is it? What's the reward? Does he get a, a blade from it? He gets a blade. Um, yeah. he gets a poison, which is so stupid because the poison that he gets, he literally—it's only to show that he's immune to poison. Like he gets the poison, he's like, "What does this do?" He like, kind of like drinks it, and it's like, "Oh, yeah. your powers allow you to not feel the poison." And it's like he okay, can get well, drunk too. That's so funny when that happens. Yeah. So a lot to look forward to. Um, any final comments from you guys so we can get the Sixers game in? Um, no, I how does can't he get to... the dagger? What dagger? The one he uses, he had it, I guess. I'm assuming I see, I was thinking the same thing, so I think that's just the one that he that he's had, or maybe he bought a new shitty one because I know for a fact he's gonna pull out uh the dude's sword, Mr. Sung's sword, at some point that's in his inventory, like this. This dagger is going to break, and he's going to be able. He's going to say, "Okay." And then he looks in his inventory, and it's there. And, I think, and, and then Mister Song's sword, the guy who lost his arm. But then that break, that'll break too at some point. Or, or if Doesn't this he is, use one of the teeth, uh, the teeth eventually, a teeth, a tooth of something. It's for the Rasaka's. The, the I think the the beast's name is Rasaka or something, and the the weapon's name is Rasaka's Fang. Yeah, that's why. I, okay, that's what you're thinking of. But bro, oh, this shit gets banger. You guys think the power is the best? I think his necromancing is the best, which I guess is his power. But I, I think just, the necromancing all, is the I best. Think just the aspect of the fact that he's just able to distribute his skill points and just reap the benefits of it just right away. Sixty-seven. I know we're wow. I know we're I, trying I to. I know that. we're trying to wrap this up. Um, 
but now that we're in the spoiler mode, like I really can't think of a of a place to cut like this like how the arc. Like how is the arc until you get to the ants, there's no real arc. No, there's no like arcs, I would say. Yeah. It's kind of like I mean, he'll he beats like challenges built in. Yeah, that's what it True. is. Just, they're they're kind of just like that. It's just boss after boss after boss. Like it'll be this thing, and then I think he fights the brother of the S rank hero and kills yeah, him, and then say, that like, arc the, begins. The red, yeah, the red gate. Maybe they end at the red. And then, he, yeah, and then he and then he fights the other assassin, the guy that we just met in episode two. Yeah, I'm just oh, twelve, man. That's I know. I don't. Up. Okay, so one last thing we can try and guess is where do you think season one, knowing that it's only twelve episodes, is going to end? Then probably like right when he lifts the first person, right? Oh, that would suck. I think we're definitely getting the Idris fight. Like that's half that has to happen season one. Yeah. It might legitimately be Or maybe when he isn't his first guy the the shield guy? No. He he gets resurrected. No, like that, he gets he gets that guy from the Red Gate, because that's like a human that he resurrects. It's the first human that he resurrects. The Red Gate is the whole Che introduction, right? The Red Gate is yes. when he's in like the snow yeah, with the snow. And that's what the guy was talking about in this episode, right? Yeah, he mentions the red gate in this episode. Well, he said this B level gate. That's it. That's it, right? No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's it. No, no. He, he he is right because they don't know it's a red gate. Like they're just like, okay, it turns red after yeah, they go in. They walk right? in. Yes. So that is that is what I wanted to kind of bring up to in this. Ep- that's what I forgot. Is that's what I wanted to bring up here? Is that? Oh, he got we seventy get... and just got subbed out. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. But oh, I just that's such it. a shame. At least he got seventy though. First career high, baby. We he got seventy. Yeah, subbed out standing ovation. Dude, Literally dapping up every single person on the bench what, right the now. the second, the third or fourth highest of all time. Yeah. It's against, Booker, just, against, Booker just had 71 a couple years ago, right? Who did? Booker, oh, Devin Booker. Fuck him. Yeah, Got Kobe it against Wet one. Bananas, though. <laughs> Kobe banana. has one. Kobe has 81. Yeah, well, I mean, that counts as a 70-point game, though. I'm looking it up right now. Wilt, Kobe, Wilt again at 78. If this is going to be... Wilt again. <laughs> I mean, Wilt's Classic. literally six of the top 12, maybe seven oh, of the top 12 games. But Joel Embiid will be at tied at number 12 with 70. Wilt Chamberlain and Devin Booker. Did yeah. Devin Booker not have 71? How many did David Robinson I think of Damian Lillard and Damian Mitchell both had 71 last Oh, my God. Damian Lillard? The same night, too. It was, was on the oh, same night. I think it was on the same night. Or maybe so Devin right. Booker's was. It was one within- of them. Devin Booker was a few years ago, or, this, or like two days ago. Devin yeah, like Booker's was like years ago now. Yeah, yeah, the one in twenty that was twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, because Joel uh, had like a sixty three point game last season. I think no, his highest has been fifty nine until like now, right? I think it was sixty. I think he did break sixty one time. I think he had one last year, bro. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's just a long list of people tied. I would love. I can't wait to watch the highlights. He's probably muscling that bitch boy <laughs> okay. everywhere. All right. Any final Um, thoughts? Out, Dave. Yeah. Play us out. All right. That's going to be it for today's episode coverage of solo leveling. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on all of our socials at Bingetown TV on X, Insta, YouTube, the works. Definitely check out our Discord as well. That'll be located in the episode description down below for all of you. Lastly, for all of our podcast catalog of all the episodes that we've covered in a nice, neat, organized fashion, you can check out our website, BingetownTV.com. And if I didn't say it enough, once again, we are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 6.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.